Welcome back to the Authority Building Content Podcast. I'm Audra Casino, and today we're talking about what an audience is when it comes to digital content creation. So if you're a service-based business, then you probably think a lot more about clients and customers than about audience, and that does make sense. The way you grow a new business is to sell products or services to customers and clients. But when you start making content and developing marketing campaigns based on your content, you add another type of person to the mix, an audience member. Audience, for our purposes, is an umbrella term for everyone that reads, watches, or listens to the content you produce. They might be your podcast subscribers, your blog readers, your followers on YouTube, or your fans on social media, but they are regular consumers of your content. Now, clients and customers can be a part of your audience or not, and audience members can become clients or customers, but they are two different things and should be treated differently. In most cases, you'll want your audience to contain as many potential clients and customers as possible. This will mean that you're investing in lead generation, brand building, and education that will help you establish thought leadership or even SEO. Sometimes, though, it can make sense to build an audience who's at a different stage than most of your clients and customers to help you nurture and educate them to the point where they'll be ready for your services or to have a pool of people who might be interested in a different kind of product or service offering. For example, if you sell high-level virtual CFO services, you may want to spend some time creating an audience of people who might not be ready to hire a CFO because you're about to launch a be-your-own-CFO training program. So the difference in your audience there is one of them is a done-for-you and the other is a do-it-yourself. So let's get into a few more characteristics of an audience. Now, as much as possible, you should know who your audience is or who you want them to be if you're just starting out, and you identify them by creating an audience profile for each content platform you want to work with. Start by looking at your existing customers. Who are they? What do they have in common? And of those things they have in common, what makes them most likely to hire or buy from you? You won't be able to know 100% of all these things in the beginning, so look for trends. Are your clients and customers mostly women? Are they mostly urban? Are they at a certain stage in their careers? Do they trend left or right on the political spectrum? How old are they? What other companies do they work with? And how much money do they have? Now, you don't need a 10-page document outlining what Nancy, the married mom of two college-age children who likes to garden and collects decorative plates, thinks about while she's sitting on the can, but you do need a general idea of who these people are, what they care about, and what issues they're dealing with that you can solve. Now, you might be thinking, gosh, this sounds a lot like identifying my niche, doesn't it? Well, yes, it's functionally pretty much the same thing. Now, we've established that your audience is people who consume your content and are possible future clients and customers. The last thing you want to keep in mind is that they are probably already using the content medium you're working on. So what does that mean? Well, if you build a following on YouTube by creating, sharing, and promoting your videos, you're attracting audience members who are already in the existing pool of YouTube users. You might be able to induce some of your blog readers or podcast subscribers to go on over to YouTube, but often people have one or two content platforms they really enjoy using and won't be very likely to add a new one. 
We're creatures of habit, and we like what we like, and we hate change. So this leads me to one really cool thing. You can have different audiences on different platforms. Yes, you absolutely can. Your audience on YouTube can look different than your audience on your blog, and you can share different things on each platform, different content, different kinds of engagement, and different offers. Now, you don't want to go too far afield with this. There should be broad similarities in your audience across all platforms so that you're able to effectively repurpose and reuse your content. But if you have a YouTube channel talking about beginner level content to grow your pool of future customers, your blog can be really geared towards people who are closer to being ready to buy and deal with more sophisticated information. And your live streams can be for your current clients to give them support, answer questions, and even deepen the relationship. So one of the most strategic decisions you can make as a content creator is what content to put on what platform for what reason. Your audience should also engage with your content by commenting, sharing, and converting to different platforms. Now, not everybody will. In fact, most probably won't. Audience building is a numbers game. The bigger audience you have, the more opportunity you have for sales and promotion. As you start to build your audience and send content their way, you'll get a sense of what your conversion numbers are likely to be, how many people will respond to a tweet, share a video, or even listen to a podcast. Now, once you start collecting that kind of information about them, you'll have tons of useful information for planning campaigns, promotions, and offers. So your action step for this week is to think about some of the different platforms you're on or even want to be on and determine if you're looking at the same audience for each, if they are slightly different for the different platforms and what your goals are for each of those platforms. And don't forget, if you're not sure where to start, we can give you a hand. Just head on over to onestonecreative.net. That's onestonecreative.net.